My name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, bitch. I think I'm literally wearing the exact same thing <laughs> that I wore last time that we saw each other, but hey, how you doing? I have an iced vanilla latte. I'm so fucking excited because iced vanilla lattes are so hard to come across here. Um... And I thought that we could do a vlog like that we did last time um, where I just answer your questions. I asked you guys a bunch of questions on not Adeline, my spam account on Instagram. And this is like how we started Girl Talk. I would just answer your guys' questions and they would be TMI. And I'd be like, why am I putting this on the internet? <laughs> um, but I really like them and I, I want to do a couple more. You have to remind me to do more of these fucking episodes because I honestly really love doing them. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So let's get straight fucking into it, girl. Um, someone said how to live alone without your boyfriend or friends. So I was just thinking about it like five minutes ago and I was like, you know what? This is actually the first time that I've been living alone, which is so crazy for me to think because I basically grew up with my parents obviously i went to high school i finished high school and then i moved to la with chloe and then chloe moved out meg moved in and it was kind of like a rotating door of roommates it was like meg and then it was nikki oh it was my brother and then it was uh brianna and then andre but i've never actually lived by myself and i never realized that and it's actually now that I think of it, so different living with a roommate versus living by yourself. Because whenever I was bored, it's like I feel like my roommates, you know, it's like you growing up with siblings, you go in their room when you're bored and you're like, hey, bitch, <laughs> I have the tea for you. Or like, do you have any tea? Like, that's what me and Andrea are. We'll just like go in each other's rooms and be like, oh my God, guess what fucking happened today? I don't know. That's just what I feel like I do with my roommates. And I've always done with my brothers and sisters. Like, I don't know. We just go into each other's room. My brother will go into my room. He'd annoy the shit out of me. My sister will just come in my room and just like flick me and then leave. Like, I don't know. It's just like shit that you do when you have siblings and shit that you do when you have roommates. So you never really feel like you're alone. Um, and then if you ever want to go get boba, you'd be like, oh, bitch, like, do you want to get boba? Even if you hate each other, because I swear to God, sometimes me and my siblings or even me and Andre will get in fights with each other and I'd be like, I'm getting boba. Do you want to come? <laughs> this is the way that we like make up. We don't actually make up. We're like, I'm getting Starbucks. Do you want to come? And it's like, yes. It's like, okay. <laughs> and then you make up. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's how I've always been. And I always thought that I was a very independent person. And I always thought, oh, you know, I'm super independent. I could do things on my own. And like, of course, I go grocery shopping on my own. I 
will do errands on my own. I will do a lot of things on my own. But living alone is so different compared to having a roommate. And I don't know if I like it. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. I've only really been alone for like two weeks. But I think I'm getting adjusted. I think I'm getting used to it. I think it's kind of like dating, right? It's like you you live with roommates. Well, it's not dating, but you live with roommates and then you live by yourself. You figure out if you like it. You figure out if you don't like it because I, I'm not going to lie. I love alone time. Like even when I have my roommates, even when I live with my brother and my sister, I did like my own alone time to just unwind and relax. Um, but I don't know. I almost, I almost feel like there's a little bit too much alone time. I don't know. And it's like to the point where I'm scheduling shit just to not, just to be busy. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Um, because I don't know. It's, it's also really sad. Like if I were in LA, I'd probably go up to Andre and be like, bitch, you want to watch The Little Mermaid? And then we would go together and, you know, it, it wouldn't be this big thing. But when, I went by myself. I was like, oh, should I watch The Little Mermaid? And then I had so much anxiety because I was like, are people going to think that I'm weird because I'm going to watch a movie by myself? I don't know if I've ever really watched a movie by myself. And I was just also Googling like which movie theaters are playing in English versus which movie theaters are playing in French. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. For some reason, I think I just get more anxious doing things by myself versus if I were to do it with a buddy or a friend, like going to the movie theater, I wouldn't even think twice. I wouldn't feel anxious at all with a friend. But I think by myself, I was like, what if I go to the wrong place? Like, blah, blah. I don't know why my brain is like that. But how to live alone without a boyfriend or friends, you know I saw something on TikTok that said there are a couple things that or there was a study done and they say all of the things that genuinely make people happy. And it says nothing about working. It says nothing about money. It says nothing about, you know, your job. Things that truly genuinely make people happy are relationships and good relationships and healthy relationships. They even say that People who have fulfilling, healthy relationships live longer. They're physically healthier because relationships just, I don't know, they just make you happier. And a happy wife is a happy fucking life. And like, (laughs) I don't know, you just are healthier. So I don't know. I feel like I've been super lonely here. I've it's, it's also, I think it also has to do with the fact that I just moved here. I think if you were to talk to me in a month, it would be a little bit different. But being here, it has been pretty lonely. And there has been a couple nights where I'm like, man, like, I really miss my friends. Or I really miss my brother, my sister. I really miss my family. Or I really miss my boyfriend. And I'm like, fuck, like, why did I move here? I don't know if I'm happy here. And then there's moments where I'm like having dinner at giraffe and it's in front of the Eiffel Tower and it's sparkling. I'm like, this is literally the best thing ever. I'm 25 years old. This is what I was born to do. Like, this is what I was literally fucking am living to do. Um, So I feel like there's, it's like a toxic relationship. There's a lot of high highs. There's a lot of low lows. But I think I need to find that balance where it's just like, you know, I have my friends that are here. I have people that I could talk to. I have like a support system here because, you know, I, I made one friend here, bitch, like maybe one and a half. So I don't know. Um, And like some friends that I have, it's mostly like, you know, it's like the friends that you can talk to. And then it's like the friends that you go out with. It's like it's different, you know. So I think to answer your question, how to live alone without any boyfriend or friends, I would definitely say 
really put yourself out there um my one friend that i met i literally found her on fucking tiktok because i saw she had a frenchie and she is uh american she lived in new york and she moved to paris um with her frenchie so we had that in common and yeah we we went out and it was really fun um like find people on Instagram, see if you have mutual friends with anyone or if there's anyone that you actually kind of look up to, you know, they say that you become like the three people you hang around the most. So who is someone that has your dream job or who is someone that has experience that you want or who is someone that you look up to? DM them and be like, hey, I'd love to grab lunch or like, hey, I love your stuff. Like I just moved to Paris. I'm trying to make friends. Uh, we should grab lunch or I'll, we should grab coffee. I'll get a I'll get it or something like that. Um, I don't know. Really put yourself out there because at least for me, relationships are really, really, really important for my mental health. I feel really sad when I don't have anyone to talk to and I feel really sad when it just kind of feels lonely. Even though I have blue, it just feels really lonely. So put yourself out there. DM someone that you really admire. Um, go on Bumble BFF. Shit works. I've used that before. Um, and yeah i don't know i hope that this helps and i know that it's really hard moving out and being on your own because girl i'm fucking there with you but yeah that, i think that's the best advice that i could give um and just keep yourself busy um i feel really happy and really fulfilled when i'm planning out my days like today i have it's scheduled to obviously film this podcast um i want to film a vlog and then after i film the vlog it's just my rest day so I can read my book. I can chill. I have a French lesson at 2.30, which is in like an hour or <laughs> two. <laughs> um, but yeah, keep yourself busy. Really focus. This is the time that you're living by yourself. You can focus on yourself. What are the things that you've always wanted to do? And really push yourself to do it because I know that you're you're staying on your fucking couch being like, oh, I'm fine I'm on the couch. Bitch, I know you want to take that cooking class. I know you want to take that Pilates class. I know you want to do this, 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 this. Stop making excuses and do it. This is the one time in your life that you have no responsibilities. You're not living with anyone. You have no kids. You have no uh, husband, you know, wife, no whatever. Do whatever makes you happy. That's the one thing that I love about traveling by yourself or even doing things by yourself is you could just fucking change your mind and be like, actually, I don't feel like reading my book today. I think I'm just going to go watch The Little Mermaid. Or actually, I was planning on doing my Pilates class, but like, actually, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go for a walk. That's the best thing about being able to be by yourself because I feel like when you're with your friends, you know, you're like, oh, we plan on doing The Little Mermaid, but like, oh, I'm really fucking tired. I just want to get high and go to bed. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is the one time in your life. Just be selfish and do whatever the fuck you want. Um, next question is, guys not wanting to use condoms. I have so many thoughts on this. First of all, I would like to say that you are not weird and you are not like crazy for asking a guy to use a condom because i would talk to my friends about this she'd be like oh like i don't know like i think we're gonna hook up and he said that he doesn't really love condoms and like i don't know like is it weird if i bring it up before like it's gonna kill the mood and i'm like no bitch what the fuck is it gonna ruin the mood what the fuck do you mean is it gonna ruin the mood it's gonna ruin your whole fucking body if you get an std what the fuck it's gonna ruin your whole fucking life what do you mean it's not weird asking to use a condom if anything it's smart and it's for your actual physical health because if he maybe has something and maybe it's curable but maybe there's some stds that aren't curable 
and you guys have sex and then you have it for the rest of your life. Is that worth it? No, it's not. It's smart to ask to use a condom. You can ask before. You can ask, I mean, I wouldn't even really ask. Like every time that I've hooked up with someone, um, I just pull it out and a lot, like they just put it on. You know what I mean? Like it's not weird at all. Like it really should just be expected because for me it's two things it's like it prevents you from getting an std and then it also prevents you from getting fucking pregnant bitch two things that can ruin your fucking life i mean if you want a baby i don't know what what you want but i don't want a baby that's gonna ruin my life um and it's just i don't know like I, i trust me i've come across guys that are like oh it feels better like i can't feel anything in a condom like blah, 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 blah get over yourself what the fuck my pussy is amazing you will feel it through the condom bitch you will i don't fit in condoms have you seen the tiktok videos where they put an entire fucking shoe in a condom or like fill it up with water and it's like as big as their fucking head you will fit in a condom like these are all excuses only little boys do. also i have noticed the people who don't use it are the dirtiest because think about it if he is asking to not use a condom with you do you think he's asking to use a condom with anyone else no do you know how many people that he's slept with that he doesn't even know is clean or not like it's all it's so disgusting to me like if honestly if if someone says oh it just feels better without i don't like to use it i'm like ew you're gross. Like, let me look at it. Do you have little bumps in your thing? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it is so normal to use a condom. Like, every normal person uses a condom. If so, if someone asks you to not use a condom and you guys haven't gotten tested yet, like, that is fucking weird. Every single person that, well, mostly every single person that I've hooked up with without a condom, I made them get tested first because I'm scared of that shit. I don't want to, you know have like 10 minutes of pleasure and then have to deal with shit the rest of my life. You know, it's your actual health that you're not being crazy for asking to use a condom. If anything, you're kind of crazy for not asking to use a condom. You know, I've heard of stories of like girls being like, ah, it feels better without a condom. Um, And like, if you get me pregnant, I'm gonna keep it. Like, how are guys not scared of getting girls pregnant? That is your whole life and you're gonna be paying child support. Like, I don't know, to me, it's very irresponsible and it's very, I'm like, do you not like your life? You know, like there's so many things that could go wrong. A condom, like to me, it feels just as good. I mean, obviously you feel it, but it just, it feels just as good. Sex is amazing. If you have the chemistry with someone, it just feels good. Like, like, do you just not have good sex? Is that why you want to, you don't want to use a condom? Because like, I don't know. It's so fucking weird when people bring that up to me and they're like, it's weird if I ask them to use a condom. I'm like, no, don't even ask. Like, pull it out. Like, put, like, put it on. Like, don't. And then if they refuse, be like, like, I honestly, I don't feel comfortable doing it without because i don't know you i don't know if you got tested and then if they show you the results don't trust it because they could be photoshopping it or show someone else's tests um but definitely i 100 percent recommend using condoms it's not weird also if you don't have one if like if you didn't bring one and he didn't bring one you're like oh it's gonna ruin the mood uber eats one the fuck a lot of the time, Uber Eats takes 15 minutes. You guys can talk. You guys can watch a TV show. You guys can hump each other. I don't fucking know. You guys can wait 15 minutes for the Uber Eats driver to arrive. And he can pay for it too. Um, so, yeah. <laughs>
ladies, I don't know what we're doing here. Make sure that you're using a condom because there's so many things you don't want to deal with the repercussions of it. Um, and it's it's literally just your physical health. So Bessie, I'm just looking out for you. And it's really not a flex to not use condoms. Um, yeah, just be safe. Next question. Someone just said fat shaming. And I really wanted to talk about this because I have been struggling with my weight a lot recently. And my body dysmorphia is super crazy right now. Like there's times in the mo in, that I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I like the way that I look. And then there's times in the mirror where I'm like, oh, I can definitely work out a little more or I could snack a little less or I could be walking a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think I've come to terms with the people that I compare myself to on Instagram or on TikTok or this or that. They don't even look like their photos a lot of the times. And Everybody edits their photos and it's all fake. And hey, sometimes I edit my photos and I have insecure moments and I'm like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody does it. <laughs> it's not good though. I'm not saying that it's good, it's bad. But I don't know. There are moments when I look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck, like I wish that I looked like this or I, I wish I had someone else's body or I wish I did this or I wish I did that. And then I'm like, oh, I wish my, my stomach was a little smaller and then my butt was a bit bigger and then maybe my arms were a bit smaller and then this and this and this and my boobs are a bit perkier. But I'm like, all of this is like not natural. The people that I'm comparing my body to like have had work done and it's not fair to be comparing my body to someone that has had things surgically done and is not natural. And... I don't know. I think I just I stopped following people that I would constantly compare my body to or I would mute them or I would unfollow them because it's really just not healthy. And I feel like that's where it really stemmed from a lot of my like body dysmorphia and me hating my body is just comparing myself to other people. And then I started following people who have kind of a similar body type to me. And it made me feel so much better because you know, I'm like, oh, I wish I had an hourglass figure and like this is this and I'm, I would follow Kim Kardashian and like Kylie Jenner and I'd be like, why don't I look like that? And I'm like, it's because I don't have a BBL. <laughs> um, and then I started following people like, you know, that really look like me. Like, oh my God, you know who I think is so hot? Um, Kilderoy's girlfriend. What's his, her name? Um, I think Katarina. Is that it? Katarina um kid Leroy Katarina Demi I don't know obviously I don't look exactly like her like she's really fucking sexy and she's really hot but I don't know I think that it's just she she has kind of like her boobies you know and she has like a good figure and I don't know I'm not saying that I look like her, but I'm just saying that looking at bodies like hers and seeing how she poses and like the angles that she's, the type of clothes that she wears, like getting all of this inspiration and like the ways that she poses and her photos and stuff like that, it just makes me feel better about myself. I don't know. So I think my only tip would be to unfollow people who make you feel like shit about yourself and start following people that you feel like you look like or people who, you know, have a similar body type to you. And I don't know. I think it's kind of it's like kind of inspiring to see how they pose the outfits that they wear to accentuate their body and stuff like that. But 
I don't know if this answers your question because all they said was fat shaming, but <laughs> yeah, this at least helps me when I feel kind of down about my body. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Someone said, how do girls truly view their gay guy friends? <laughs> like my brother? I don't know. I literally look at Andre like he's my brother. I don't know. And then like, well, you know, obviously we talk about like, you know, sex and stuff like that and like the people that he's talking to and then me and like the people that I'm talking to, whatever. So I guess it's different in that way. But Andre's literally my brother. You know, my biggest pet peeve is it's when like, I don't know, like a gay guy walks into, and then other guys get uncomfortable. I feel like I almost feel like that, like with girls too, like a gay girl will walk into a room and other girls will feel uncomfortable because they're like, oh my God, like what if they're attracted to me? Like I'm not into it like that, like blah, blah, blah. It's like, bitch, get fucking over yourself. Like, like fuck, like people have standards, right? Like, like gay people don't just want to fuck anything. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Some people are just like that. They're like, oh my god they're gay they're gonna think that i they're gonna want to fuck me like i feel so uncomfortable i'm like bitch get over yourself like like you're really like there's like hot people and then there's not people like you're really not you're like unless you're like you know fucking channing tatum leonardo DiCaprio, fucking michael b jordan bitch like i wouldn't be worried and most of the time they don't look like that so don't be worried bitch (laughs) next question someone says what to do when it's your first time with a girl. So something that I kind of regret is I feel like the first time that I've ever hooked up with a girl, I almost wanted to like get it over with. 
And that sounds so bad, but I think it's because it's like I had this anxiety and I was like, oh my God, I'm like 21, 22. I'm like getting up there. Like I'm getting so old and like, you know, I've never had sex with a girl. I'm a girl virgin and I felt so insecure about it. But first of all, I just want to say that a lot of the times bisexual girls, even lesbian girls, you know, maybe you know it from birth, but I didn't figure out that I was bisexual till maybe like 21, 22. Um, and a lot of bisexual slash lesbian girls are like that because we grew up in this like fairy tale world where it's like the man and the woman and like whatever and it isn't until we reach like 21 22 like 25 maybe even 30 there's no shame in not having sex with a girl first of all i just want to say that um so i felt like the first time that i did it i almost like wanted to like get it over with and be able to say like okay okay i did it i could do this like this is not so bad it's like losing your virginity it's like you're so nervous like blah 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 um so i think the only advice that i would give to you is don't stress about it like don't feel like you're behind don't feel like you know other people are ahead of you and you know it's your first time and you're so nervous and blah 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 it's literally like just do it when it feels right do it when it feels right because people always say oh how did you know that you were bisexual if you never slept with a woman or how did you know you're a lesbian if you never slept with a woman i'm like okay well how did you know that you were straight if you never slept with a man it's the same thing you just know you feel it in your soul you feel it in your body you see who you're attracted to um so don't feel rushed don't feel like you need to get it over with because i wish that i didn't feel like that um and I think just really enjoy it and really just be in the moment. You can even just be honest and be like, hey, like, I'm going to be so honest. This is my first time ever, you know, doing it with a girl. And then they can kind of guide you and they can tell you what feels good. And it's all about communication. Be like, hey, like, this feels really good for me. I like it when people do this. And then they could tell you what they like. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it also helps to like go on dates before, um, get to know the person. And yeah. I don't know i hope that this helps because that wasn't my biggest thing i felt like i was so behind and i was like fuck like i feel like you know i'm i'm, I'm such a late bloomer and i i've never had sex with a girl before and i was so insecure about it but trust me girl like you're the majority like most people figure it out later on in life um maybe even like when they're 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 i don't know who cares who cares if you never slept with a girl before you know i think as long as you just are a pure soul and you're a happy person like it's gonna be fun hooking up with you anyway so <laughs> next question someone said dealing with a low sex drive i'm always horny but my pussy is not cooperating with my brain <laughs> um hmm what do I say to that? Honestly, you need to try my wet ass pussy pills. They're literally, they're honestly good for you. They're little vitamins and my skincare technician will like recommend it to uh, older women for like hydrating their skin. I think it's, oh, what is it? Omega. Don't judge me, but I actually think that I have it linked on my storefront. Wait, let me see. Ugh. He's putting me on Amazon France. Amazon US. Okay, I found it. I literally found it. So it's the, I've linked it on my storefront. It's literally the Omega 7C Buckthorn Oil. And these I literally call my wet ass pussy pills. This is just really good for hydrating. And 
girl, if you take it consistently, it will make your pussy super wet. I promise. It's um, loaded with omega-3, 6, and 9. Contains vitamin A, C, E, and other powerful antioxidants. No preservative preservatives gmo sulfates are it promotes healthy skin hair and nails cardiovascular health relief of feminine dryness you know what i mean relief of dry eyes and mouth um urogenital tract function digestive health and liver health so hey even if you don't want to wet ass pussy like it's still really good for you it's really hydrating it's really good um so that could really help in that department i don't know if that's like the thing that you're asking for um i think also things that help me with my horniness is i don't know going on dates like maybe asking your partner hey i really want to go on a romantic date and then you could dress up you could feel sexy wear lingerie they could dress up they could look sexy um and then spend quality time with each other um i don't know uh maybe like sometimes i I just get in like spurts where i will just like i feel like if you masturbate like it like makes you hornier i don't know if you want to like master before you see them or i don't know if that's weird <laughs> that's not weird who cares i don't know um but i don't know i think i just feel the sexiest when i look really cute i shave my legs i put them a little moisturizer on you go on a date um that i feel like is the best for me um and yeah take a shower look good girl that's what really helps me. Oh my God, I actually think that there's chocolates. Oh my God, there totally is. I'm not gonna try and promote this because I don't know if it's like good for you or not, but there are sex stores and they sell horny chocolates. And apparently if you take this chocolate before you have sex, it heightens all of your um, nerves and it makes sex feel really good. Girl, I don't know if you, where you live too though, but you really have to try having sex while high, girl i'm about to change your fucking life bitch i don't know if you live in california toronto but having sex while high is life changing it's like my favorite way to have sex next up someone said plans that you have for europe i want to explore all of europe i'm so excited i i'm trying to make some plans to go to like south of france i really want to go to spain barcelona oh my god i want to go to the uk i have to see my editor rosie uh i really want to go to switzerland and there's so many places so many beautiful places here that i want to visit before i leave and i'm like hey i live here the flights are 50 bucks i have to take advantage of it and i don't know if i have to like get blue babysitter or maybe i could go in the daytime and then come back at night um so that i could take her out to go and poo but i don't know that's what i want to do in europe and i'm so excited if you have any recommendations for europe please 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 let me know because i'm crazy you see my notes app you guys um and i like to plan it all i find everything on tiktok that's how i find everything but yeah <laughs> oh i like this one someone said are the dating apps bad is it worth it or should i just stop wasting my time <sighs> i'm i don't think i've found a single good person on a dating app. And I know it's hard to meet people in real life, but bitch, like at least from my experience, it's so hard finding people on a dating app. I mean, it's hard finding women in general, knowing if like a woman is like gay or not, because when you're straight, you just like assume that everybody else is straight. So it's a lot easier. So if you're straight, take advantage of it. Like bitch, go out like and don't just don't just go out to the club and stuff because ask yourself 
when I'm in a relationship, do I really want my significant other to be a club rat? Like that's nah. it's kind of gross. You know what I mean? Ask yourself, where would my future boyfriend be? Like, where would he be hanging out? Would he be at a nice like gym like Equinox or would he be at Soho House? Um, would he be at a nice hotel bar? Is he making a good amount of money? Is he, um, you know, what does he fill his you know, weekends with like, is he washing horses? Is he a horseback rider? Like ask yourself, what are my deal breakers in a partner? And what do I find attractive in a partner? And go to those places that you feel like your partner would be. Don't go to the club. The dating apps are whatever. I've had so many bad dating app horror stories, bitch. Listen to my worst date I've ever had with a guy and a girl. They were both, I think on Tinder. Girl, Tinder is awful it's so bad hinge is a little bit better um it's so funny i think i saw tinder's like trying to rebrand as like a dating app i'm like girl i don't know if there's any going back for you <laughs> tinder is the hookup app um but hinge is pretty good if and if i were to pick any of the dating apps hinge is pretty good maybe bumble um but yeah i don't know for me i don't really think it's worth it and when i whenever my girlfriends ask me i'm like like even Raya people are like oh Adeline like can you get me can you send me the Raya referral code and I'm like I literally I mean obviously I have a boyfriend but I deleted my Raya because first of all I think it's like $60 a month which is kind of fucking expensive um and I don't know I just every date that I've ever gone on from Raya like yeah I've you know matched with a couple cool people I've matched with someone on like Teen Wolf or something (laughs) not Teen Wolf I think Vampire Diaries. I don't remember. <laughs> but Andre's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I matched with some cool people on Raya, but it's so dry on there. You match for the validation. You get the little serotonin boost. Oh, I match with someone hot. Oh, I match with someone famous. They don't message you back. And you're probably not going to message them back. Like, I don't know. It's just like a big old let's tickle each other's egos app. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't really think that dating apps are worth it but i feel like if you're gay it does help but i don't know try to ask yourself where does my future boyfriend future girlfriend go to and there's time off like go to those places and try to meet people and be like hey oh my god i love your outfit or like hey what are you doing here and like you know <laughs> next up someone said when they don't cuddle after sex and then like the barfing emoji <laughs> Bitch, they have intimacy issues. They actually have intimacy issues because I didn't know this, but a lot of people believe that cuddling after sex is very intimate. And I'm like, but fucking is not. And they're like, no, fucking is not. Anyone can fuck. And then some people believe that kissing is more intimate than sex, which how fucked is that? How fucked is that that we're in a society that we really believe that kissing and cuddling is more intimate than sex? I don't know. To me, it's really weird. But some people really truly believe that. I feel like the person that you're hooking up with that doesn't want to cuddle after sex definitely has intimacy issues. I don't know if it stems from like their childhood or not feeling, I don't know, emotionally available, but they definitely have some intimacy issues going on there. But I don't know, cuddling after sex is actually very good for your health. It, it, I have to find, 
the benefits of cuddling after sex because there are actually a lot of benefits. Cuddling post-sex is as beneficial as having sex with your partner. As mentioned, cuddling encourages the release of oxytocin, also known as the bonding hormone in the body, which promotes strong bond between partners. If you wish to maintain health and joy in your relationship, you must cuddle more. And I don't know, like, even my my hookups, even my, like, sneaky links, even the, the fucking friends with benefits, we would always cuddle after. It just feels good. I don't know. And I know some people would be like, oh, it's it's so intimate. Like, I don't know. I don't want to do it. You know, cuddling after sex um, releases the bonding hormone. I'm like, bitch, do you not think that having sex releases the bonding hormone either? Like, what the fuck else? Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? like you're having literal sex it's the most intimate thing that you could ever have with someone and i feel like especially when i was like i feel like 22 23 i really didn't give a fuck like who i slept with but i really started noticing having sex is like the biggest energy exchange that you ever have with anybody it's you know when you you bump into someone you're like oh my god i love your outfit and they make you feel good that's an energy exchange when you're in traffic and someone's honking at you fuck you like move out of the way and then you feel negative after that's energy exchange and you could get it from just interacting with people you could get it by bumping into people you get it by the traffic you get it by this whatever you can even get it online if you watch a sad video you cry that's an energy exchange if you you know are talking to a troll online and they they're saying how ugly you are that's an energy exchange so imagine that you get energy from people that you don't even see in real life online that you bump into that you talk to on the street imagine the energy exchange that you get when you're naked and they're fucking inside of you bitch bitch how can you not think that's an energy exchange if you hook up with someone that's anxious how do you think you're gonna feel the next day or next week anxious if you hook up with someone that's happy how do you feel you're gonna feel the next week happy if you hook up with someone that has bad intentions and is very negative energy how do you feel like you're gonna feel the next week negative it's a thing bitch like not only i've not only experienced this my friends have also experienced this It's a true 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 thing so i don't know i feel like people who don't cuddle after sex they just have they have intimacy issues and I don't know what it is. I'm not your mom. I'm not your therapist. You're not paying me to fix you. So like, I don't know what's going on, but (laughs) they definitely need to go to therapy. They need to figure out what they want, especially like when you get older, it is such an ick when like you're past the age of like 25 and you're like, I don't know what I'm looking for. Bitch, how do you not know what you're looking for? Like, 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 figure it out, you know? <laughs> oh, I just want to go on the date and, like, see how we vibe. Like, how I, to me, I just, I, don't, I will never understand men that are, like, 30 and they're like, mm, I'm still figuring out what I want. Still figuring it out. Bitch, get a journal. Figure it out right now. Go get a therapist. Figure it out right now. I'm like, how are you 30 and you don't know what you want? Um, so, I don't know. Not cuddling after sex is a, it's not even a yellow flag. It's a red flag for me. They have intimacy issues. They need to figure it out. They need to go to therapy. And I don't know. I think they're just trying to not get emotionally attached. But you release the bonding hormone and oxytocin while having sex anyway. So it's like you might as well cuddle after and it feels good. And it's, I don't know. It's good for you. It's healthy. Next up, someone said, sex with the lights on. 
How does it make sex uncomfortable for the girl? Who asked this? Is this a guy or a girl? I think it's a girl. Um, I used to feel kind of, you know, uncomfortable having sex with the lights on. But I don't know. I think I just... Do you know what it is? And I'm not trying to tell you to do this. I'm just saying from my personal experience, and this is what I did, and I feel like it helped me, but I would never take like sexy photos of myself and I'd be like, I don't know, like I would never feel sexy and uh, I never felt like my body was really nice and I'd be like, I don't know, like especially like in some positions, like you have like your roles exposed and this, 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 this. First of all, I'm just going to let you know, girl, if you're hooking up with someone, they're not looking at your roles. They're looking at your <laughs> your boobs or they're looking at your butt or they're looking at something like they're not going to be looking at your roles. I promise you, trust me, because think about it. When you hook up with someone, do you, th- do you look at the roles? No, that's fucking weird. Like only insecure people do that. Um, but I don't know. I just started taking sexy photos of myself and I like I really get to know my angles. Even if you like have a mirror, I love having sex in front of a mirror and you can like look at the different angles um, and like see like how you look at yourself and like pretend you're a porn star. I don't know. Um, I think it's just like, you know, realizing that sex is not as, you know, graceful and magical as people make it out to me. It's not a Victoria's Secret campaign. It's literally just you know natural and everybody does it i feel like the second that i started thinking like everybody does it sex is literally just as normal as doing your laundry that's when i started feeling a lot more comfortable with myself and if you're hooking up with someone and they think that you look weird with the lights on like you shouldn't even be hooking up with them in the first place because you're a fucking goddess being able to hook up with a woman is a fucking like pleasure in itself an honor in itself um And you shouldn't have to do anything to compensate for the way that you look because you're beautiful. Every woman's body is beautiful. Even you're like, oh, my rolls. It's like the skinniest girls have rolls when they bend over. It's literally it's skin. It's human skin. That's what it does. It like rolls over. The skinniest girls have rolls. Um, So I don't know. Figure out your angles. Look in the mirror. Like try it in different places. And um, I don't know. You can even close your eyes if you want. And just really enjoy the sensation. <laughs> I feel like this whole episode's been about sex. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like this one. Okay, the last question someone asked is how to feel comfortable living a slow life and not working so hard 24-7. So I've had phases in my life, especially when I was 20, 21, where I was like on grind mode. And me and Chloe were actually talking about this the other week. And we were like, I can't believe how much we worked when we were 2021, 20, it was crazy. And like, hell yeah, we were making a good amount of money, but it was like what we lived for. Every day you wake up, Chloe had an assistant. She would, you know, book these places to film her videos. She would, you know, X, Y, Z, build a studio, do this, do this. And then I would like be vlogging every day and I was a daily vlogger and I would be making these videos and every single day I had to do something for the vlog. I literally revolved my whole life around what I was going to do for the vlog and what like I think <laughs> that was when Jake Paul was big and you were like every day, bro. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I remember that and I'm really happy that I went through that phase and I was so like excited for life and I just moved to LA and I was so eager to you know be in the LA scene and be making money and you know working really hard but I feel like 
since traveling and seeing all the different cultures and seeing the way that people live, one thing that really stuck with me is we were talking to one of our instructors at um, at Bora Bora. He was like the tour guide for us. And he, he was like, you know, a lot of us are really poor here, but we're really happy. You know, everything that you need is on the island. If you're poor and you're hungry, then you go spearfishing or you go get some fruit off of the tree. And we're really happy here. We have a community here. We have relationships here. I have my family here. And I think I just really took that in. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I was really put on this earth to like make money. I don't think that's the point of life is to make lots of money and work really hard. And I always felt like if I work really hard, whoever works the hardest is the most valid. And whoever works the hardest deserves things the most, you know? I felt like my whole life's purpose was to work as hard as I can and to be the most successful that I can. And that's what made me valid. And that's what made me, you know, a good human being. But humans aren't put on this earth to work. We're put on this earth to simply exist and to be happy it's kind of like how trees are put on this earth or flowers are put on this earth they're not put on this earth for any purpose other than to just exist and be a part of the circle of life and to be happy and to coexist with other things and coexist with other people and coexist with i don't know and have relationships and have um love and then have heartbreak and experience life like we're really just put on this earth to just fucking vibe (laughs) not to be making money, not to have the best job, not to be the most rich person in the whole world. And I could do a whole episode on just like, does money actually buy you happiness? Because, okay, don't get me wrong. Money does buy a certain amount of happiness because I didn't grow up with much. And I, you know, some of my biggest struggles growing up was like, can I afford this? Like, you know, am I like, what is in the fridge? There's nothing in the fridge. There's nothing for me to eat. Like, that was just something that was just a stress. So I have to admit, money does buy less stress, whether it's for food or whether it's for convenience or whether it's for X, Y, Z. But does money solve all of your problems? And does money is money the answer to happiness? No, I don't think. Because I know so many friends that, are millionaires and so many friends that are well off and they're depressed and you ask yourself you're like would I rather be rich and depressed or poor and happy and like obviously the joke is everybody would want to be rich and depressed and like everyone does the TikTok oh rich and depressed crying on the yacht crying on whatever but I don't know if if money necessarily buys everything and I almost feel like relationships are the things that really make me happy i always feel like there's three things that make me happy relationships your friends and family um a a hobby or a pastime and then helping others um and money doesn't buy that you can't buy friends i almost feel like it's harder to make friends when you have money um and I've also heard, and this is like so fucking stupid, people are going to judge me for saying this, but I've heard of billionaires and they they have no purpose to live. They're like, I have all of the money in the world. I have no purpose to work. I have no purpose. I have no friends. It's hard for me to make friends because I don't know if people like me for me or if they just like me for my money. And I don't know. Obviously, I would love to be a billionaire like that. would be really fucking nice. <laughs> but... 
I don't know. I, I, I feel like money buys less stress, but I don't think money buys happiness, if that makes sense. Um, but to answer your question, how to feel comfortable living a slow life and not working so hard 24-7, just remind yourself, ask yourself, what are the things that make you happy? Get your journal out and ask yourself, what are the things that make you happy? Is it money that makes you happy? Maybe it does. Money makes me a little happy. Honestly, buying shit makes me happy. But at the end of the day, does it make me feel fulfilled? It makes me happy to buy a nice thing for like a day and then I wear it for a day and then, you know, the happiness kind of goes away. But what are things that truly genuinely make you happy for a long period of time? Is it your friends and your family? Is it your relationships? Is it your dog? Is it reading books? Is it, you know, going out? Is it traveling? What makes you feel alive? It makes you feel happy. There's no shame in living a slow life. And I feel like people who do live a slow life, I honestly really think are happier. I don't know. Um, but I think that concludes the end of the podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed. Let me know. Do you agree with anything that I said? Or do you not agree? Does money actually buy happiness? Let me know what you guys think. Um, and... If you guys are listening on YouTube, then make sure to comment down below any podcasts or questions that you guys have. Give this video a like and subscribe. And if you guys are watching on Apple Music or on Spotify, um, make sure to rate this podcast five stars because it helps me a lot. But I love you guys. And I'm always here. If you guys ever need to talk, ask me all the questions. I always answer my DMs on Not Adeline on Instagram. Um, but I love you guys. I'm going to go to my French lesson. I have to leave like right now. Um... But I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm always here if you need me. I'm always here. Same place, same time. Love you guys. Bye. Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.